0: Welcome back to the What Not's review show number 218. My name is Kyle Springer and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how are you? Hello.
1: I'm doing fine today. How yeah. is Kyle?
0: I'm doing all right. I got my smoothie and I am ready to go this morning. Big smoothie. Mhm, big smoothie indeed. Uh is is that the the necktie that yes. you bought when you were down here in <laughs> Oklahoma?
1: I bought. Yes, That's I bought a one? delicate little neck scarf like I'm an old stewardess <laughs> <laughs> from the time when truly they did call them stewardesses and not flight attendants.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it has has all of these little smiley faces on them. It looks right? nice. It's nice. It looks I, good. Good fun I, story.
1: I welcome I welcome all the listeners aboard to Review Show Airlines. Here is your small <laughs> package of pretzels. <laughs> um, cool. Well, if you guys did not
0: know here on the review show each week, we have a different story to talk about. Could be a movie, a TV show, comic book, anime, manga, all sorts of stuff. We read it. We watch it. We come back here and talk about it. This week, we are talking about a Netflix movie called The Gray Man, uh, Mm. directed by Joe and Anthony Russo. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, I believe Joe also helped to write the screenplay. Uh, is, is adapted uh, f- from a book by the same name, uh, and the movie came out not too long ago, just uh, yeah. about a couple weeks ago-ish?
1: I think so. Yeah.
0: So, brand new movie here in 2022, b- brand new on Netflix. Um, th- I remember seeing the trailer for this one uh, in Netflix Geeked Week. Or, or, or that like extended clip that yeah. they, they they showed, and I was like, "Ooh, this this seems interesting. I I, I could be <laughs> you you could probably catch me watching this at some right. point, right? Yeah,
1: sounds good. As 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 MCU fans, it feels almost like we were assigned. Uh, we have some sort of responsibility. We must watch the Russo brothers direct Chris Evans again,
0: right? that but th- that said i still also haven't seen 21 bridges mm, mm. so I, like that the, if, if 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 i've been assigned this movie i feel like i failed the assignment for 21 bridges because i still haven't I, seen it <laughs> i,
1: I th- did they just produce that one in, in which know. case then it's, it's bonus credit. It's not directly on the syllabus.
0: But even still, like that's kind of how it was marketed. It was just like, mm-hmm. it's the Russo brothers and Chadwick Boseman.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so, oh, well, one day I'll get back to that one.
1: Yeah, you will cross the
0: bridges. I certainly will. All of them, all 21 of them. I'll be like, I'm here. <laughs> I'm watching it. <laughs> Good stuff. But uh, well, yeah. The Gray Man here on Netflix. Uh, Melissa, what, what were you ex- expecting going into this? What, what were your thoughts on this now that you've watched it? Where was your head at?
1: I, this was one of my efficiency picks. You pitched, I think, a handful of just streaming movies you went and found. Mm-hmm. You just went to like the What's New page on various services. It was like, here's three films. And I picked this one because again like I said I felt like I ought to check it out uh (laughs) so making it a review show topic was just you know killing two birds with one stone it was just efficiency and I had seen the trailer I thought it looked like a solid action thriller and I really loved the logo it had these like sort of uh, chunky Saul Bass letters it had like a like lines on it, Mm -hmm. like it was a target or like it was the graduated lines of a gun barrel or something. It looked really cool. Uh, And I didn't see the sort of mid-century spy thriller flavor of that logo in the trailer. But I thought maybe it's in the film itself. And I don't know if it necessarily is in the film itself. And also, I didn't see that logo again. (laughs) I miss it.
0: Where'd it go? I'm pulling it up on screen. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's just this, like, it, it, I, I don't know if I'd say saw Bass letters, but they, they, they do have a similar, like, more standard font version of that, where there's these, like, concentric circles that seem to mm-hmm. be, like, maybe, like, it's, it's not a spiral, so it's not, like, the inside of the gun Right, yeah, barrel, it's not like it's, a
1: James Bond.
0: Right, but it's, it still has that, that, fl- that flavor. Um. Mm. So I can see that. Yeah. But uh cool. In- interested in all that stuff. Yeah, it it's I-, I was thinking about this and as I was watching it, yeah, it very much was like, oh yeah, this seems like they're James Bond, they're Mission Impossible uh th- th- like th- that kind of 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 stuff. Um it seems like they they might be trying to build a franchise. Off of mm-hmm. this. I know according to the Wikipedia, uh, Ryan G- Gosling will reprise his role uh in in this sequel. And it sounds like there's a spin-off that's supposedly in the works huh. too. I don't know what that means exactly. Um, but I I enjoyed this a lot. I I I had a fun time. I think if you need a good action movie to check out, this yeah. is one to check out. Uh it's pretty standard, though. I like. I. I. I don't think this did much to surprise me. Ah. Um, uh-huh. But it was very good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. 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 Solid. Reliable. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, man, this movie moves a mile a minute. Uh, it's so fast. It, yeah. That there's a lot that happens in the movie. There's a lot to. Uh, kind of decipher between, like, like okay, okay, what is the plot? What's actually happening e- here? It's not conf- conf- confusing or, or stuff like that. But it just moves constantly. Um, and I liked that, but I also, I, I, that might just kind of numb some people of just like, okay, it's just going to be constant action. Yeah. Um, but it's good. I-, I say, check it out.
1: I felt a little numbed. It might be because I like inadvertently took a nap when I got home from work on Friday afternoon. Uh, And then I woke up and it's like, I've got enough time to watch this before we go record Captain's Log. I should use my time. Uh, So I had it was in that just woken up from a nap state (laughs) when I started this film. And I don't know if that was the
0: best way to do it. Who am I? Where Ah! am
1: I? What mission (laughs) am I on? (laughs) (laughs) Is the mission impossible? How can I do the mission? (laughs) It's I was listening to a, a podcast, a film podcast the other week that was talking about how modern movies are edited together so quickly. Well, not that the process of editing is necessarily done hastily, but that right. there are a lot of very quick cuts in contemporary films. And this is the first movie I've watched where I think I really felt that. This is a movie that shows you a lot of really interesting set pieces, mm-hmm. but I never felt like i was really immersed in any of them because there were so many quick cuts there weren't a lot of like it didn't it was a movie it didn't seem like it wanted to linger in yes. any one particular place and it's like no i would like to linger here they, you picked a very cool set they Can heard that hang song, out here for a bit yeah d-
0: d- 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 you have to you have to let linger and they yes. d- dare to say no
1: <laughs> <laughs> We've answered the cranberry is immortal question and it is no. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> exactly. Um yeah,
1: that was something I
0: noticed too uh it it doesn't really stay with one particular set piece or scene for very long um which can be seen as a downside in a couple of different uh reasons. I think if you're wanting Uh, maybe a little bit more character moments those those slower things where you get to Mm. sit with who these characters are and what their personality is this doesn't really have that however there is an emotional like heart to this movie there is uh a relationship between two of the characters um that, that that i think is meant to be the the heart of this film and i think it's it's successful enough. I will say that. Mm. Um, yeah, I, 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 I think it worked. But yeah, would have liked to see more of that. But it's still so good. So good. Good film. It's mm. good. Yeah. <laughs> good time is had by all. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, do you have any other kind of I, I, I guess we should kind of do a synopsis. uh b- yes, b- before, before we go into spo- spoilers and stuff like that. Um, Ryan
1: Gosling is in jail Billy Bob Thornton comes to him And gives him watermelon Bubblicious gum, the best gum And I'm happy the movie knows that Good
0: film is good
1: (laughs) (laughs) Best gum taste In a motion picture This year at the Academy Awards Uh, And he says You're very skilled And we want to Like you would He's I think this is a flashback He's in his early 20s He would be in jail for like another 30 years He's like, we want you to work for us for the CIA in the secret clandestine uh, hitman assassin field. Uh, You're going to work for us for the rest of your life, but you'll never go back here. And we we will make good use of your skills. Like we, We will value you as one of our employees. He agrees to this, and he's out doing these assassination missions all over the world. Back to the Russo brothers, like Big middle of the screen, large blocky letter chyrons, which I do like to see.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. (laughs) And
1: he finds out that one of the missions he's on is to assassinate another one of his his gray men, another one of his number. And he finds out that that person was investigating some some shady dealings by one of the hires up. So the the classic I have to fight somebody within my own organization. This goes all the way to the top.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Though so to make clarification, the way I read this is that the gray man was the one who was not a part of the organization. This the one yes, who's yes. not the yeah. So yeah. And,
1: like you're not really on the books. Yeah. It's one of those.
0: Y- yeah. Whereas they are, I guess, technically on the books. They're a part of that Sierra unit. Um, but yeah, if if they need to, you know, like, get rid of someone in the Sierra unit, because, again, like they said, they can't really send them back to jail or to, or to, to do stuff like it, it's like, hey, there's this other person who's outside of the agency, mm-hmm. see, who's not affiliated with any government organization. He is just a mercenary, basically, uh, that we will hire him to take you out if if we need Mm -hmm. to because he's in this kind of morally gray area um yeah and so yeah as as ryan gosling is kind of discovering uh some of the corruption within his own yeah and and stuff like that it's not like yayona is a weird word because they all work solo yeah, but there is still a team behind him and, and mm. stuff like that. The men and women in the chair, chair right? Um,
1: yeah, like they. you may work solo missions, but like you've got a point person. You have teammates. You know that there are more of you. Yes. He's not surprised to learn he is the only gray man. Yeah. Um.
0: Well, uh, again, that's the thing. I don't think the Sierra team is the gray man like that, like. That that's at least how I read the thing is that Chris okay. Evans is character who is not affiliated with them. He is yes. the g- gray man <laughs> coming in. No, Ryan to...
1: Gosling is the gray man. Oh, well,
0: th- th- there you go. I,
1: I, <laughs> this movie, I really wish it laid out like an organ an organizational chart instead, like what the lines of command are. I in that opening scene where Billy Bob Thornton is interviewing him, like offering him this job, I would have asked like. I wish I had a sense of how often do you do assassinations? Is this all the time? What is your downtime like? Did they give you a place to live? Are you able to like What's the go out to a ball game like? <laughs> or something in your downtime? Yeah. What is your life when you're not doing this? And there's really no sense of that. And I, <laughs> I wish I knew uh, the company culture a little bit more.
0: Sure. Um but but yeah, so as Brian Gosling is discovering this corruption and this conspiracy within uh, the Sierra unit that goes all the way to the top. uh, Yeah. Then all of a sudden there's this other guy that's after him that apparently the department has now ha- hired to take him out. And so it is this like almost game of cat and mouse between Ryan Gagasing's character and Chris Evans's character mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. to destroy one another here. Uh which yeah. is fun. Good, good, clean explosion destruction fun. Family fun. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, that is what this movie is about. I say we take a quick break for housekeeping and then when we get back, we will get into spoilers and start discussing the film more in depth and maybe we can straighten out who the gray man is.
1: Um, (laughs) Maybe we're all the gray man. Maybe it's you and me.
0: Maybe the gray man is the friends we made along the way. (laughs) Good stuff. Uh, we, We will be right back. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash the whatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and a thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. And we are back. A big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. Thank you so Thank much you. for supporting us. It means a ton. We appreciate it. Cool things that we've been up to here at the Whatnots. Uh, of course, last week here on the show, we covered the Muppet movie. <laughs> Melissa, you and, and I this were was- live <laughs> in
1: person here in Oklahoma yes! City at my yep. studio.
0: We got yeah, I was
1: right there. For the first live time. Live in studio. With yeah. the street sharks, yeah. with the Mask of the Phantasm poster.
0: <laughs> yep, In, indeed, indeed. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we didn't just randomly meet up for episode 217 of the yeah. review show. Uh, you came down to celebrate episode 200 of the Captain's Log, uh, which yes. is one of our uh, other podcasts Um, and yeah, we had a blast. We got to show you around the city, go to all sorts of stuff. Uh, we recapped that, I guess now two weeks ago on the, the captain's log. The new one will be up soon. Um, and, uh, yeah, we had a crossplay this past week in which, uh, Ignacio and Alan got to talk about Digimon survive and whether or not it is a good Digimon game good digimon content where does it fall in the the spectrum of mm-hmm. digimon uh all of the that the, 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 the stuff they are big digimon fans. oh yeah uh so they had to talk about that and speaking yeah, of digimon mm-hmm. well, there, well had, i want
1: to say there there was it. an episode where both of them came on here the review show Maybe around this time last year, and we watched the Digimon movie, the one that came out here in America in like the year 2000, and all of the original Japanese like specials and mini movies that Mm. were edited together to make the American Digimon movie. Uh, It is a a deep, intense, contentious conversation. (laughs) Uh, and recently on my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities, a show I do with my brother jams about weird old kid shows you feel like only you remember. Nasio joined us to talk about Digimon Tamers.
0: Yeah. So go check out Saturday Morning Obscurities. Right. Stuff. There's so much Digimon content you can listen to. There really is. It's out there. <laughs> hmm. Um, cool. Well, that's about all the housekeeping for right now. I guess the last thing I will say is keep an eye out for our reactions to She-Hulk. That will be coming soon. So there you go. That's housekeeping. Let's get into spoilers. So who is the Gray Man? Melissa, you read this as Ryan Gosling is the Gray Man. Let's let's start with that, because that like immediately (laughs) right off the the, the bat was just like, oh, you read this as he was that I read this Mm -hmm. as Chris Evans was the.
1: Now, remember, remember what I said that I just woke up from a nap and then I watched this (gasps) movie. (gasps) So this might not be about uh, ambiguities and like different layers of meaning and symbolism within the film. I might have just not paid enough attention.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because I I read it as because Chris Evans character is not affiliated with the Sierra team, with the CIA, Mm. like all that stuff. He is this person in, in this like legal gray area. I mean, well, I that uh, right. Like if 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 he gets Mm -hmm. caught like they're not going to be like, oh, yeah, we know him. We hired him. Here's our paper trail. He is this guy that's kind of working outside of this this world that will just do what what needs to be done, no matter the rules, no matter the red tape, no matter the kind of moral. Uh, you, 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 you know just like he he is in this gray spot where mm-hmm. just he, he can do kind of whatever maybe he does a bad thing maybe he does a good thing we don't know um but they called him in to t- take out ryan gossing's character so that's why i was like oh like that is the gray man coming for I I need to figure out his name. Here.
1: Uh, Ryan Gosling. He's just called Six. I don't know if we ever do get uh, his original given name.
0: Six. Okay. Uh, yeah. What does it say? I felt like I saw something where like they they mentioned what his actual name was, but I don't. I remember where I read that. I don't know. So yeah, we'll keep calling him Six, uh, and then Chris Evans, of course, plays. Lloyd Hansen. <laughs> um but uh yeah, just like it it felt like yeah, just it it, it was like he is this kind of looming gray cloud on 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 Six's mm. whole, like, what is happening here? Is there some kind of conspiracy? Yeah. What's going on here? Um so that that's how I read the the film mm. there, but yeah they don't spell it out like oh his code name is the gray man or or yeah i don't know if there's a
1: literal right yeah i don't remember if anybody said the phrase gray man or not i should have watched this movie when i i should have made like a coffee uh gone (laughs) gone for a jog beforehand
0: smoothie or something right
1: right? (laughs) (laughs) yeah like i because I can see if you want to make
0: an argument for Ryan Gosling being the gray man, I can see that too. Like I, I, he is also, it's, it's interesting because we were talking about how fast this movie just moves right along. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the opening scene is Billy Bob Thornton's character recruiting him from jail. And he's, he's like, you're special kid. You got talent. Yeah. To me, that s- scene was a- really strange because this guy's been sitting in jail for eight years, murdered his father when he was real young to protect his brother. That's the only kill he's ever
1: really done. That's, and they're that's like, true. you're, you're talented, is...
0: kid. Good God. Wow, is... We really need you. And it's just like that is
1: something I thought about later, because you don't know what crime it is that landed him in jail. And later you learn, yeah, that he did have this uh, abusive father who would like burn the kids with cigarettes and like throw them in the pool, just trying to toughen them up Mm -hmm. very intensely. And you learn that he had a little brother. And that's why he shot his dad. he's like, I, I think it's going to be him or my little brother. I am just killing him now. Yeah. Yeah, and it, the, you don't learn that until much later in the movie. Yeah, but then you d- do go back to that original scene. It's like one, <laughs> one kill.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: and, and, but because because
0: then immediately after that, and it it starts into into like the first big like action set piece. Like he's on a mission. M- m- he needs to assassinate someone by like using these heat sensors to see the person like two stories up and shoot a blah, 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 insane stuff. But they're sitting there like, oh, yeah, he has this uncanny knack for like uh, doing these missions. And sure, like, I, 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 I don't doubt that. But it was also just like, yeah, it's strange that he they like had no skills before this and still they were just like yeah oh my god you're so talented wow
1: (laughs) (laughs) i i understand what makes him competent i don't know if i understand what makes him singular right so i'm
0: i I guess operating off this idea that somehow he is special right like he has Mm -hmm. this uncanny knack for Doing this job for assassinating people, for going on these covert ops missions, um, and and getting done whatever he needs to get done. If we operate on just the fact that that is true, then his character does seem like someone who's maybe not like em- emotionally. There like he's not attached to all of this stuff. It's like, oh, yeah, if if, if you can kill so easily, there's probably some kind of like something there that has stunted you emotionally that Mm -hmm. you don't feel the same things that other people feel. And so in in that sense, I could see how he would be the gray man as he is just this kind of emotionless, like unstoppable force right and that is like he like he's not one way or the other like he's not like oh my god i get to kill someone today oh uh, thanks operator like uh, wow (laughs) go out i got my coffee this morning right like he's not like (laughs) that where it's like oh my god you're too happy or he's not like so like sad or depressed or angry that he has to Mm. do like he's just he, he's straight faced. Yeah, he does sort of job, a guy, and he's happens to be real good at it, right? So he is in this like middle of the road gray area, not black or white. Mm. I, I I can see how it would fit for both of them. Um, yeah. So who knows? Who do you think the <laughs> gray man is? That's that's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I thought it was him. <laughs> um. Cool. So let's get more into let let, let's get into Chris Evans's character here a, a bit.
1: I think he is the highlight of the film. I think you can really tell that he has worked with these directors several times before. I think he really livens up the movie. He's having a lot of fun. Yeah. And this is a movie that has some cool costumes in it. I love that white floral suit that Anna de Armas is wearing the first time we meet her. Mm-hmm. I, we see Ryan Gosling in this really interesting red suit. But when Chris Evans gets on screen, his individual costume pieces aren't as notable, but he wears them. I think this is something he's very good at. Chris Evans truly wears clothes. He <laughs> owns that giant cable knit sweater he wears and knives out. He like really rocks every look you put him in. He owns up to it. He owns this mustache and these like weird old polo shirts. It's interesting because yeah, it's it's an action movie that's taking
0: place in modern day time. However, he distinctly has a fashion sense in this movie. That right. is straight out of the like 50s and 60s.
1: Yes. <laughs> he it, looks like a, a mean neighborhood dad from like Edward Scissorhands or something. Right. He that, looks completely out of time. Like
0: absolutely looks like he's 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 in like Doctor No or Thunderball, <laughs> right? Like yeah. he'd he'd fit in with that. If he walked on that set, he'd fit in. Um mm-hmm. whereas everywhere else is in yeah, these like uh, d- d- like the, the, there's some some fancier fashion in this for sure but yeah it is modern day times modern styling it's just like wow chris evans just does not fit in Um, uh, and mm-hmm. that is kind of the remark right like in that extended scene that we saw back on netflix geek week is the first time that Uh, Lloyd and Six meet in person and they fight and they uh, like Lloyd gets Six backed up against the wall with like a gun Mm. to his head or something like that and he's like oh you must be Lloyd he's like oh what gave me away he's like well the mustache and the pants and like this (laughs) he's like (laughs) yeah that leans Lloyd, like that. I just like, yeah. Who, who's named Lloyd these days? D- d- yes, exactly. Days, right. Um, which, uh, d- yes. Yeah, sh- if if you're watching this and your name is L- L- Lloyd, leave a comment down below. Please. We, yeah. Uh, we we love. We to want hear to hear from, from modern you. Lloyds. Yeah. Uh, what is your fashion sense? Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, he, like he 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 stands out in a way that is is so. Different from everyone else mm-hmm. that I liked a lot. Um, I do think he's also d- really just kind of chewing up this hairy <laughs> yeah. in this. I think he's having a lot of fun playing this like morally gray, obviously kind of leaning towards more evil than than mm-hmm. not. But just he, he's playing the bad guy. He's playing the antagonist, and as someone who plays captain america so damn well like you know he he's just like let me knock this out of the park so i don't get typecasted in i don't any think he things. has
1: uh, and i think he's really done a great job of like not being typecast into oh, that role he can play sure. like the absolutely sincere like the big buff blonde american hero and he can play all of these Variations on it, all these variations agree. of the bad boy, yeah.
0: But that said, like as an MCU fan, I still think I was like, "Oh, that's Captain America <laughs> I- versus the Blade Runner guy who was also in Remember the Titans." And I remember him in that, yo, his little like
1: right country dance, right. Speaking of which. Uh, I've been trying to track like actor appearances on the review show, not in any official capacity. Yeah. I don't have like IMDb open next to a spreadsheet. I'm just thinking about it. I'm just trying to see what I remember. Uh, welcome to the three timers club, Chris Evans. You know, we have watched uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Congratulations. We have yeah. watched Knives Out. That also puts Ana de Armas in the two timers club. Ryan Gosling in the two timers club. Alfre Woodard in the Two Timers Club. Mm -hmm. We watched Scrooge a couple years ago. One of my faves. Uh, And Jessica Henwick, we saw just earlier this year in Matrix Resurrections.
0: Indeed, indeed, yeah, Um, yeah. Star-studded cast. Have we seen Mm -hmm. Billy Bob Thornton in? Not that I recall,
1: but like I said, I got to go combing through stuff.
0: I got (laughs) you. I don't. I
1: don't remember everything.
0: I got you. yeah i so i i to to jump back real quick to chris evans character i also liked uh th- th- there's this i there's not very much i mean there 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 is it, mm. it and most of the comedy comes from chris evans's character in in, yeah. in this. but i was about to say there's not much comedy in in this but not only is he the villain, he is also the comedic relief in just the way he talks to people. Yeah. The, the, the references he makes. There's a very meta uh, reference that he makes like two thirds of the way in the film. That I was just like, ha, okay, <laughs> that's funny. Um, but then he also makes a reference to babe. Which, yeah. which, which I, I am like one of the only people that I know that still references babe babe <laughs> and says the exact watch, babe. L- 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 line that he does just like that'll do pig that'll do <laughs> and he, uh-huh. he says that in the in, in this film and i'm just like it's a babe reference i love it
2: <laughs> uh, arms
0: in the air cheering right just like the the, the the same way that i when i saw the akira slide in nope i was just like
2: it's the akira slide <laughs>
0: um but uh, <laughs> later on, there's a scene where uh, six is handcuffed to a b- bridge in the middle of this firefight, like trying to stay out of everyone's way. There's a gun not too far, far off that he's trying to reach and uh, d- d- no one can shoot him because the local police are out there f- fighting all these mercenaries, all of the dead stuff. Um, and Chris Evans is getting mad that no one is shooting him. Like, why? Like, just, just guy, shoot the guy handcuffed to the thing. And uh, at one point, he he's he's he says, I forget ex- exactly what he says, but he's like, "Will someone please shoot this life size Ken doll. i'm just like oh my god
1: (laughs) literally he is ken
0: exactly like he's he's playing ken in the upcoming barbie movie so i'm just like uh i i like i wonder if that was actually in the script or if this is just chris evans like having fun and making it up i don't know because that that is a, a i mean let's be honest they're both handsome as Fuck, but Ryan yeah. g- 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 Gosling has has also been the like teen heartthrob like in the yeah. like like I, I I see Ryan g- g- Gosling more in the like romantic comedy than yeah. Chris, than Chris yes. Evans is uh, right. I, I he's got feel a, like he's a softness, too, yeah,
1: a gentility uh, to him that makes Ryan Gosling the meme. Of, yes, <laughs> of the romantic heartthrob. Yes,
0: yeah. So for for him to just be like. Th- this Ken doll of a person is 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 just like well yeah it mm-hmm. fits even if he wasn't yeah. playing that right. role right we um, all know <laughs> so I, I I thought that was really funny that they 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 put that in there um but besides that yeah not much comedy uh, d- 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 that and not the really the bubblicious
1: There's... yeah scene. S- s- <laughs> There's some banter uh, between Six and Claire, who is Billy Bob Thornton's niece that he has adopted. And he's got, like, one more mission he has to go do. And he's like, I want you to go to the house and, like, protect her. Yeah. She's. Uh, I liked her. I don't I don't know if her character gets to do a lot, but I, I think that young actress did a great job. I think she performed very well.
0: Yeah. Um. What's, what was her name? Do we. uh Uh, i I, I did not catch the actress's name the actress's name is julia butters
1: butters um
0: yeah so she like i i thought she was fantastic in the time that she got on screen but this is that like emotional like weight of the movie what did you think about that and like the the relationship between six and uh again I, i forget her name claire
2: um, I,
1: I, I liked it. OK, I don't, like, there's nothing except for recognizing both of these actors are doing a good job. Like there's nothing especially charming about it. But I do like I like any time that people have bonded to each other when the other person isn't filling a clear role in your life. Like uh, Claire's father recently died. And Billy Bob Thornton has stepped in, like, her her uncle to formally adopt her. So she's not, like, missing something that, that like, Ryan Gosling neatly slips into. It's not like Ryan Gosling had, like, a kid's sister or, or his own niece or something like that. I like when they aren't, when we have a bonding relationship that isn't two perfectly neat puzzle pieces that fit together, like, Oh, of course! You've been what I've been looking for.
0: Right? Yeah, because it's 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 not the same as his younger br- brother. Where right. it's it's like it, like if, if this had b- been uh, Lloyd's like younger sister, and the sister is kind of being swept up in the collateral mm. of all of yeah. this, and Ryan has to pick like, well, do I stick with my team and get the job done, or do I protect this younger? child who's like like if that was the plot yeah that would have been like oh okay he's seeing his younger brother Mm. in this i understand but yeah that's not the case he just kind of happens to be there and it's like look i i have to make sure you stay alive that's it (laughs) (laughs) i'm just here doing a job
1: right yeah yeah but he 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 does take care of her i do think it's an interesting addition that she's had. Uh, she has heart problems and she's got a pacemaker, which you don't who you don't often see on a young person. Definitely mm-hmm. makes you concerned for her. I like that she has that condition, but she isn't an overall sickly kid. Like you get to see her being fairly healthy, like living a fairly normal life given the circumstances. Mm-hmm. I appreciated that that she didn't have this health condition and also wasn't like <clears throat> I I feel weak.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, she like had was... to be. Super sassy and also yeah, yeah, she she like I I I thought she was like she was probably one of the most fun characters with the least screen time. I yeah, he likes that made her really stand out.
1: Mm Hmm. I I like that they didn't play the sympathy card as hard with her as they could have. Uh, she's got an interesting the obsession with like record players and old records like old rock not like she had I think she had like a Bleachers album like she's got records of contemporary bands but also like old records like I've never the Silverbird song I've never heard it I liked to hear it I liked getting to know this song but it's not like she's even into like the old bands that are cool for young people to be into now and she's got a polaroid camera she's got this interesting sort of obsession with old technology that i wish we had uh like another reference point for like if we heard her like actually talk about why she likes records why she likes polaroids and i know that sort of vintage throwback stuff is popular with the youth now in general but i wanted to hear her talk about it like why her specifically how that fits into her life how she feels about it why she loves this record player instead of loving like a a bluetooth speaker
0: right like it w- was this her father's yeah record player? Does, is there some connection there is it did is where's the mom is is the mom in the mom's in the, also dead they both it. died right yeah so like it, just like it, it yeah the, the, there's just none of these like slower let's figure out who these characters are
1: yeah i i is, really wish mm?
0: I, I, I was just gonna say same thing for for six. Like yeah, he, like he's on screen most of the time. Really, yes. the only thing we know about him is that he killed his dad to protect his brother,
1: right. and loves That's gum. It.
0: Yeah, likes <laughs> bubblelicious. Um,
1: I really wish I had a better sense of the relationship between Six and Ana de Armas, whose name I don't even remember. Anna DeArmas is just oh, such a fun up. name to say on its own. I would love to say it. Love to see her. Uh, where she's like his. Danny Miranda mm,
0: was her name. Danny what, what Miranda. A great name
1: that. that it's also fun. Okay, yeah. Danny Miranda. What a treat to say. Like she's his handler. His his partner. Mm-hmm. I wish I knew more about like how long they've been together. Are they like each? Is she like? Is he the only agent who she handles? Are they like dedicated partners to each other? Were they signed each other? Do they choose right. each other? How many missions do they go on? Like, what is their dynamic? Like, not and I'm not saying like, oh, they I want to see them have a romance, so they have to have a romance. But what are their non-professional feelings about each other when they're on a mission? If they have an extra day, or they like, do you want to go to the beach, dude? I heard there's a cool bar in town. We don't have to kill anyone there, but do you want to go?
0: Right. Yeah. Like, like I, 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 think some of the stuff it's missing for its side characters is the scene in like the more recent Bond movies where, the, yeah. like, Bond shows up to I, I forget which character it was it was Q I think right. Uh, yeah, he like, goes he, to he, Q's house and Q's house getting ready for a date. Exactly. Yeah, and you're, yeah. you're like, you find out. Okay, so he has a dating life. Oh, he's gay. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. Like you're starting he to learn more t- about him, cats. right? Like, yeah, yeah like, like. Even just smaller stuff like that, like we got one or two things for these characters, but not enough of these <laughs> these I, these things here.
1: Yeah, I do want something a little richer than love of gum. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and I I get yes, the whole saying of like I'm here to. Kick ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out of bubble gum. Really fits right. for six here. <laughs> I'm all out of
1: uh, bubbleicious watermelon, specifically. I'll settle yeah. for nothing else. Don't give me that trident. <laughs> um, I go ahead. I, I also speaking of this this team, I also want to mention. I I'm not sure why, but I liked that the corrupt person at the top was a fairly young guy. Sure. I mean, you've seen like smarmy young upstart bosses in, in various contexts, whether it be business or, you know, some sort of government top secret spy agency. Yeah. But I like that there wasn't really anybody above him. Like it was like, he was, it was just him. Like, wow, you've, To build this much corruption up and you're only like 36 years old. That's kind of unique. That's accomplished. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And I like that the team, these other agents you don't really see. You just sort of Mm -hmm. see them like checking in on their earpieces and like that first uh, assassination attempt at the New Year's Eve party. Uh, It's a bunch of hot young people. And then like one chubby middle aged guy. And (laughs) I was
0: very curious about him, too good god
1: <laughs> like, what's what's his life like he's right? like the second oldest person in the team besides billy bob thornton and the retired alfrey woodard who we check back in with later I, I i wanted to i wish we learned a little bit more about what this squad's dynamic is how do how does like the one old guard guy feel about all of these beautiful young people joining the team how, what do they think of him do they treat him like he's their dad
0: right yeah um which hopefully this sequel and spinoff explores a little bit more of this world so that we can build it out and right like find out who these characters are what is this this team that's working behind the scenes here mm-hmm. which is how does everything work right mm-hmm. um I, yeah I hope, hope, hopefully we get to flesh out more of those characters which leads me to kind of my next question here uh-huh. um so i we briefly touched on this uh just a couple of days ago when you and i were recording for the captain's log um just about how like newer ip is kind of hard for people to get into nowadays uh-huh. and i think hard for these media companies to really invest in because they don't know if it's going to be a big hit or not, and it's kind of safer for them to be like, "Oh, you like Marvel? Well, here's ten more Marvel things, right?" Um, and and they know that that'll make the money and that people will mm. go see it, uh, all that stuff, right? Um, so something like this, something like the Gray Man, is potentially more of a risk for someone like Netflix uh, for, for a company like Netflix to invest in. Do you feel like this would make a good franchise? Cause I like, I mean at the start we compared this to mission impossible mm. and James Bond. Like it is in that same vein. Does, does do you see Netflix kind of building something out like that with, this here.
1: I want to say I think it is a safer bet than a lot of other things, because even if I, I know it's based on a book, but like I've never heard of the book. I don't know the popularity or following of the book. Sure. But just given that this is so solidly comparable to larger franchises, it's coming from directors and stars of larger franchises that people know. This feels like a, a safer bet than other original movies they could be putting out. and. I'd I'd, I'd like to hear about additional films. I think this movie didn't really give me things to be interested in, but it made me wish I had things to be interested in. It didn't give me a set up enough of this culture of this dynamic within the team and how this whole Sierra team works, but I wanted that. And if I heard that they had a Mm. sequel where they really gave me that I would watch it then. But if it was just, more assassinations, another cat and mouse game. I don't think I'd return. I gotcha. Yesterday, uh, I watched John Wick for the first time. Okay. I hadn't seen John Wick yet. And this is a movie that I knew uh, so much from just secondhand. I knew how much it impressed people. Mm-hmm. I knew that it went on to have like three sequels. It's supposed to have like a spinoff TV show. And watching that first movie, so much of that is already there. You can tell that this is a world that has mythology and lore and like long character relationships that were these characters have a lot of backstory with each other there's so much for you to learn and that first movie conveys there is so much for you to learn if you check in with us again we will tell you more and this movie i I really didn't feel that at all interesting that's yeah because like
0: I, I feel like they had enough of a star-studded cast mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. that wasn't too yeah. overwhelming with, like, oh, my God, you're really g- g- gunning for, like, all the stars. Like, I think he what was the the Netflix movie Red Notice a couple yeah. months ago where that had, like, um, Gail Godot and Ryan Reynolds and it had a number of the rock people yeah i had like so many finally people wonder it.
1: woman black adam the green lantern <laughs> nobody likes together <laughs> yeah
0: um but like i i've not heard good things about that one of, of, mm, of just like mm. hey, hey it was mostly just look at these actors that everyone likes on screen and yeah that was it whereas this i felt has more substance than that. It, it, it does. It, it yeah. is like, hey, look at these good. 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 Look at these good actors. Maybe mm. There's not as many, but I think it builds up enough where it's like if they wanted to do a prequel series for Chris Evans and he, like his. Yeah. His thing, they could do that if they want to continue the story with Ryan. Gosling, They can. If they wanted to do. Uh, The one that, yeah, focused on on a Dharmas of more of the like behind the scenes stuff and how she got to be like they could do that stuff like it. It's there, but you're right. Like, I I think because they're trying to fit so much of the action and the set pieces and all it like. It 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 feels more like a proof of concept rather than like, yeah, okay, let's make a movie where the core team is a team that you really care about and you will mm. want to see them in yeah. the, the sequel or stuff like that. Yeah. If they don't make a sequel with this or if it gets canceled or who knows what, then it's just like, all right, that's fine. Cool. First one was yeah. good movie. Uh-huh. That's that's <laughs> about it, right? Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, I can see where you're coming from, but I do, I do think there are at least pathways for them to explore.
1: Yes. So. Yeah, like this movie doesn't have to be a dead end, but I wish the movie did end with more of a signpost for we've introduced these concepts. Wait to see what else we have to tell you about them. Mm-hmm. You know, we're really going to dig into Jessica Henwick's character.
0: Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and, and and I, I I think as Netflix is kind of hitting this plateau that they've realized they've hit mm. and, and stuff like that, I, I I think they really need to start investing in things like that where they can build a franchise off of something. Right? Because like I I I feel like Netflix's strategy has been to, as they've grown, to throw more money at more projects. And then when more people subscribe or they get more investors, they do the same thing. They throw more money at more projects Mm. and it's never like continuations of except for some of their TV shows. But yeah, they don't have a like what is their version of James Bond or Mission Impossible could be this, Uh but they don't have that. What is their version of Harry Potter? What is their. Marvel Cinematic Universe what is their Terminator like they, they, they don't really have that stuff they might have a solo movie that is, is like it's yeah like, okay I can see how this and would I, be a, a Terminator knockoff and uh, I'm not even asking them to make knockoffs of the, of these things but like what but is
1: just equivalencies yeah
0: right yeah so but and and they, it just it doesn't go anywhere because they're by time they're done with that, they're throwing money at something else. And mm-hmm. so I, I feel like they need to kind of build up these franchises to, to get more loyalty, if that's the, the the right way to think about it. Right. Of, of just like a reason you want to come back to Netflix. Yeah. Right. And not I, just I canceling your subscription and then waiting for okay maybe there was one or two things stacked up that i can Mm. check out but uh, yeah they need something like Mm. oh the 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 new gray man movie is out this is the (laughs) third one i cannot miss this right
1: yeah you've got a point i think they've got like tv series with really strong fan followings like a like a stranger things
0: The Witcher? Yeah, stuff like that too. Yeah,
1: but I don't know if any other movies have that going. When I think of the movies where I know they've made sequels, it's like Tall Girl 2 uh, to all the boys I've loved before again. I don't even know if that's one of them, but it's like the sort of lighter, like romantic comedy adjacent movies. I can't think of a... Well, I I think they made like another Army of the Dead or a spinoff of Army of the Dead. Yeah, they, they don't have like a blockbuster franchise in the movie department the way they do in the TV department. Yeah,
0: they, they, they've they've started some things. I I know they have a deal with uh Mark Millar uh who writes a bunch mm. of comics and stuff. He's he's the one that wrote uh Civil War the the Marvel comic. Mm. He wrote Kickass. You um he wrote Old Man Logan, which is what they kind of. T-t turned into Logan. Um, so th- they have a deal with him and his like independent stuff. So they're kind of building mm-hmm. up all of that. Uh, yeah, they have a deal with Zack Snyder to build out his like Army of the Dead world uh, or whatever that is. Like they like they they have the start of some things, but I d- yeah I d- I don't know if they're like those things aren't drawing in people like they would um or l- 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 like i fe- I feel like what i'm trying to get at if that makes sense yeah. right like, but
1: also i feel like they
0: have stranger things could they do a stranger things movie that is not about these kids that's about like can they build but that maybe, franchise maybe out? in the future because like, I,
1: I i know that i know there's going to be some sort of spinoff project from stranger things after wraps up but i don't know movie or TV show or what. Now that you mention it, I'm not sure if any of these platforms have strong movie franchises. I think it is all ongoing TV series. Every time there's a successful movie, sometimes you hear about the sequel, but I don't know if I've heard about anybody going to a platform, you know, like Amazon Prime isn't doing the day after the Tomorrow War. (laughs) Stay tuned for the next month war the next year war
0: <laughs> right yeah yeah I, I just i i feel like they really need to start investing to build up these franchises to be like tent poles of of their <laughs> service um, mm. but yeah uh that that goes to say they could Do something like that with the gray man or could start it. But yeah, they this movie was solid. Maybe not the 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 start that
2: it Mm -hmm. should have
0: been if that's what they're going to do with this. So who knows? Mm -hmm. Who knows what? Um, We have to talk about some of these action scenes here. We haven't even really talked about them yet um there's a whole action scene on a plane as it's being like ripped apart and they're they're falling through the sky and they get kicked off with no parachutes and like all that like good lord there's all sorts of stuff um what what was your favorite like set piece action moment of the film here
1: i think in terms of like literal setting I I really liked whatever club they were in in that opening scene for Mm -hmm. the New Year's Eve party. And I really love that, like, chateau, that, like, castle in Croatia where the climax of the movie is. But like I said earlier, I feel like these set pieces aren't filmed in a way that feels really immersive. Like, there aren't a lot of, like, wide, lingering, establishing setting shots. It really lets you soak into just the building that they picked. Uh, My favorite, like, actual action sequence, I think, it's really small, but it's when Six goes to that guy who's going to set him up with, like, a fake passport Mm -hmm. and, like, all these fake papers. Uh, And so he goes to the guy, and the guy has to, like, take his passport photo, and he's asking him all these questions, uh, and he's talking about what name he's going to pick, which he does, not he doesn't, you won't see him pick, like, a new alias. But all the questions the guy is asking him are like, what sort of, what emotion do you want your name to provoke? Do you want to be forgettable? How do you create a forgettable name? Do you want to be sympathetic? How do you make a sympathetic name? He's drilling him with all these questions and he's flashing all these like camera flash bulbs in his face as he takes these photos and like Ryan Gosling's sort of blinded and then suddenly a trap door opens up underneath his feet (laughs) and he plummets into this like holding cell that this guy had and the guy like, calls back to the team like, I've got your bounty. I caught him. And, and then there is the interesting scene where he has to like break out where he there's like a water pipe down there and he bangs the water pipe so it breaks and he can like float up to the surface yeah. and like c- claw out of the trap door. I thought that was interesting. I really wish we did get it, like in the context of another scene. How do you pick an alias name? Like, <laughs> I I want more logistics about how do you go undercover? How do you disappear like this? In the opening scene where like he, he meets Ana de Armas and they have that like you know, d- exchange of code words like, I like your suit. Uh, I, I wear the suit they tell me to wear. Why, why are they told to wear these suits? Who picked out those suits for them? Why sure. those? Yeah. I want to learn so much more about just your presentation of yourself as this undercover agent out in public and how you make yourself stand out or disappear as needed. And I really, and I really liked, I love any time a trapdoor is introduced when you have no idea a trapdoor is in play. That's trap always so much always fun. It's always
0: a delight to see. Yeah? I'm the, putting like,
1: trapdoors on the Banco card next year.
0: Right? Yeah, that, that, that should absolutely be on, on there. The thing is, it doesn't really happen in modern movies. Like, I feel like that's like right? old school cartoons from the 90s. Nine, 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 nine. Like, it's one of those things of like, I thought... Quicksand was gonna be a a much more of a, <laughs> a threat to me. In yeah, my I've never life. seen
1: a trapdoor in real life. Right, like I,
0: you you just don't like you see it in old cartoons, but not uh not in real life. So I I feel like modern day movies, like live action movies that depict one is just like oh hey a trapdoor, what a delight. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good. That's fun. Um. Let's see. Yeah, I I think for me, my favorite action scene is 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 that bit on the plane uh, as Mm -hmm. it is falling apart. I do have to say, though, once they are outside of the plane and they're falling, that I could kind of care less for because it was all Mm. CGI and the camera was moving way too fast. And that's how they hid the not so great CGI and all that stuff. Um, But yeah, when they're on on the plane itself and it is like. Tearing apart and like chunks of it are coming off and exploding and it's like those those scenes to me are always so tense because it's always the the fight for like that one last parachute things are moving around and bumping and you're you're like yeah it's just it's it's always so tense for me to see stuff like that because the, the stakes are always so high that if if you fall out like you're you're a goner <laughs> like that's yeah. it you're done um so so yeah i i liked that a lot um i I do have to say it was weird to me so this one of my critiques of this movie is that i i feel like so a lot of the cgi in this in in a lot of cases is not great it's it's mm. it's it's very, very good. Let's be clear. But it's it's like just below what I would usually expect for most okay. movie things, but it's still better than like most TV shows and all that. Like it's in this weird gray area. Mm. Uh that that right? That it's like it's just it's bad enough that I can tell it's like Oh, that was fake. Those muzzle (laughs) flashes are fake. Those bullet ricochets are fake. Like all of it, like and certain like weird things were also faked in this or seemed fake. Uh I I would love to know if this one particular scene was fake. So when Ryan Gosling is driving up to the plane that they get on and they're in, I I forget exactly where, if they're in like Thailand or some some place like that. Uh, But he's driving up in this like rickety little cart, uh, Mm -hmm. this little like blue, like almost like three wheel vehicle. As that's driving up, I think that's CGI. I think (laughs) the vehicle is CGI. Cause then it, 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 pulls up it parks and then the scene cuts uh to to him like just slightly outside of it already so it's like did did they not have much time to film here did did Mm. did did they like not get permission to use these vehicles somehow was that outside of their budget and they had to just cgi it in like it it's one of those things of like it's in that uncanny valley of like Mm -hmm. if it's real like i Sure, I would believe it, but if you also told me that was CGI, because it kind of looks CGI, I'd be like, "Yeah." But then why is it CGI? Like, why could (laughs) you just get this shot of him driving? Like, why is this CGI? Like, I I don't know. I I don't understand. So who knows what sort of like? No, yeah. If that actually is.
1: yeah, CGI. who knows what technical issues like happened on the day like the weather was bad the yeah. car broke suddenly and we had like no replacement parts some like, weird car we legal get thing anything in. they can't yeah. do or
0: some union thing they can't do yeah who knows i i, I was just huh why is that cgi it looks cgi True. um but but yeah i mean it's it, like this the cgi still looks really good but it was just like that not like is that like, you're, like, squinting <laughs> and, like, rubbing your eyes, right? Like, is that, is that, is that CGI? What? Why? <laughs> so, anyways, I had a lot of fun with this mm-hmm. movie. I, I thought it was pretty good.
1: Yeah, it's, it's solid enough, and did, there's some good performances in it. Uh, and, again, really cool, like, some set pieces and costumes. I just wish we got... A little bit more more time with certain elements of the film.
0: Absolutely. I felt a little bit more lived in. Absolutely. Um, okay. I think that's about all I have to say on the gray yeah. man. Go check it out. Good stuff. Uh, Melissa, let us check in on bingo now. Bingo! I am pulling it up in a sec here. It is loading. Um She's taking a long time to load. Why is that? What is happening here? That's well, real slow. Okay, let's pull this up on screen. Oops, I am zoomed in. Let me zoom out on that guy. There we go. Okay, um, man, we're like we're we're down to the wire on on some of these these things. What's so real yeah. tough for us to get this unless we pitch specific. Things that has that we know has this stuff in there, which we might have which to start. Which wouldn't be bad. Doing. Yeah, I'd love an totally entire fine. week
1: of like f- stories featuring a spaceship that has its own AI. Right. Yeah. uh
0: Which we don't have. That we don't have a character that connects to computers. We don't have the reaction no. of an animal to judge trustworthiness. Um, meeting yourself, thanks to time travel, no time to eat breakfast. Was that in there? No. No mysterious scar. No Hans Zimmer score. No tall bag of groceries. No locked room mystery. No expository <laughs> For clarification,
1: art. it's not the size of the bag. It's the size of the groceries in the back. It is the at or celery sticking, sticking out, out of the a, groceries. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, I, I don't think we have a, a, a move that we can make here. No. On either side. Bummer. So not Mm -hmm. much of a check in on bingo. Um, But how about we do recommendations? Yeah. So, Melissa, if people liked this, what else might they enjoy?
1: Like I mentioned earlier, I just watched John Wick for the first time. If you haven't seen it yet, it is as good as people say. I understand the hype. I had a lot of fun watching john wick and it was delightful to see lance reddick pop up in there there you go i think i knew he was in it but i had forgotten so it was a beautiful surprise when i get to see him good stuff <laughs> uh last week you and i while i was on vacation went to see bullet train in the yes. theater
0: that's one that uh, we I was talked about, about that on our recommend Yeah, so i second that on
1: our episode 200 captain's log we recapped the movie and we went to see it in a 40X theater. So it's like we got to ride the movie. We jostled around. spray's water in our face. Yeah. Uh, Bullet Train is so much fun. And that is a movie that I think really lives in its set pieces, really shows off whatever setting it is in, makes the best use of that train as a setting. It's shot really well. It's beautiful. It's really funny. And that is a movie where you can feel more of like, oh, there's some lore here. There's the ongoing character dynamics like this world feels lived in.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, I would recommend the James Bond <laughs> movies. If you watch the recent Daniel Craig ones, when you get to the final one, No Time to Die, Anna Dramis is in that. She's got and a she's brief fantastic. scene. She's in it for yeah, like yeah. one mission, one set piece, but she's so much fun in that one scene.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. She's great in that mm-hmm. um of course besides james bond mission impossible is always a yeah. great one to ch- hard check to beat out mission impossible hard to beat that indeed um i would also say there's a movie on netflix called the old guard um yeah. which is based off some comics of the same name uh written by greg rucka who i believe also wrote the movie uh that mm. they, they did on on Netflix, which is why it is a great adaption of those comics. Um, but I would check that out. That is an action movie on Netflix uh that I I think has a different flavor or different spin than a lot of them do. Um it is a basically a team of like immortal assassins uh and they're not i mean they are mortal but they aren't they can die if certain things happen they're like their time will come but they just haven't found that time yet so uh for all they know they're immortal um and yeah yeah great action chains great team dynamic there's some betrayal in the air. it's fantastic um i, I, I highly recommend that movie. it is a great one um i'd say go check that out uh let's see other kind of i you know i didn't get to finish it but even watching <laughs> Tenet, they they took it uh-huh. off i started it i made it two-thirds of the way through and i got tired and i wanted to go to bed so i did came back the next day and they took it off hbo max it was so mad Mm -hmm. uh but i would say even tenet for just the like the like military cia fbi like Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. kind of uh like if, if if you like action movies with that kind of uh, setting and action and the the jargon, the way they
1: speak, like yeah, all, all yeah. of the... Yeah, very jargony movie. That stuff, yeah. Um, also, a, a well-dressed movie. No, oh yes. nothing as flashy as the outfits in this movie. We don't have any floral suits, but everyone looks good in that movie. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, I would say go check that stuff out. So,
1: there you go. That was our, yeah. our recommendations. Mm-hmm. Kyle, it is my turn for pitches for next month, next week. Yeah, bring it on. All right. I was thinking of next month because we are coming up on Shame Timber. The month where you and I both get to watch uh, movies that are on our list of shame that we can't believe we've never seen before. Yep. Shame Timber coming up soon.
0: Next next time I I I pitch will be a Shame Timber. Yes. Yes.
1: For my pitches, I was thinking it's the end of summer. We got to fit in one more party. I have three TV shows about parties. Okay, interesting. (laughs) Pitch number one, the 2009 comedy series Party Down. This is on Hulu and it is 10 episodes. This half hour comedy follows a Los Angeles catering team. The sextet of aspiring Hollywood actors and writers, as well as drifting lost souls, work small time catering gigs while hoping for their break or some positive change in their lives. Each episode finds the team working a new event and inevitably getting tangled up in the colorful, affluent guests in their absurd lives.
0: Okay, interesting.
1: Have you ever heard of this show? I haven't. Uh Uh-uh. I remember seeing like ads for it in TV guide and it's like the whole cast all wearing these like nice matching like cater waiter suits. Yeah. Uh, they, it, it, but it was on like stars or something. It was on some like premium cable uh, okay. channel I didn't have at the time. Uh, and now it's readily available to me on Hulu. I thought I'd check cool. it out. Cool. Stars uh, among others. Adam Scott, Jane Lynch. Uh, And Martin Starr, who is Spider-Man's sad science teacher.
2: There you go. Good stuff.
1: Pitch number two. This is a show called The After Party. This is a new show from like earlier this year, maybe late last year uh, on Apple TV, which I don't know if you have access to, but there's many things I would like to pitch off of Apple TV.
0: (laughs) I could do a trial if need be. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, if you get if you are a like Target rewards member, if you're part of like Target Circle, which like it isn't like the credit card, it's just like the free like app for Target, you can get like a three or four month trial of Apple TV for free. Interesting. So I recommend you do that, because there is a lot to see. Uh the after party, this is eight episodes. When a high school reunion's after party ends in a stunning death, everyone is a suspect. A detective grills the former classmates one by one, uncovering potential motives as each tells their version of the story, culminating in the shocking truth. This is a comedy series, and every episode is styled after a different genre. So with each person that the detective oh, is talking to, telling their story, flashing back to like what happened before it, it takes on different styles and different genre conventions. Huh. Uh, Jack has watched all of this before. Friend of the show, Jack. She really recommends it.
0: Good stuff. Good to know.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Pitch number three is Search Party. This is a 2016 show. Season one is 10 episodes. This is on HBO Max. Search Party is a dark comedy about four self-absorbed 20-somethings who become entangled in an ominous mystery when a former college acquaintance suddenly disappears. This is... I don't know a lot about the show, but I know it is very well regarded. It went on to have like five seasons. I think it's a show that takes like big, weird swings. This seems like a really wild show.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, it seems like it's I don't know. I I think search part I was looking at like the basic descriptions for each season Mm -hmm. on on Wikipedia. And it starts with here and season 5 ends with the main character becoming a cult leader. <laughs> okay?
0: <laughs> like one does.
1: So, yeah, you know. Uh so we can watch Party Down, The After Party or Search Party.
0: Okay. I'm going to go with pitch number 2, the one from Apple TV. The, the After, After Party. Party. Yeah. Um, Good.
1: I am glad
0: that one. Yeah, that one sounds interesting. I like this idea of like this, like Rashomon style story. But each flashback takes on a different genre. That sounds really, really neat uh, to to me. And you know me. I love a good detective story, too. So, right. uh, Yeah. The After Party on Apple TV. Uh Interesting. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sounds good to me. Uh, I, I, I hope you. I hope you enjoy this. Uh, I hope you stick around with Apple TV Plus. There are like two other shows I've really been wanting to pitch off of Apple TV. And I've just been like waiting for the right week. So uh, it, it maybe keep the trial around for a little while.
0: For sure. For sure. See if you can. We will do that. Or I will I, just
1: pay, I will pay you $5 t- you for us to, to watch d- For All Mankind.
0: Do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might pay for it for a little while because I know Severance is on the, there. And I really love really Severance. Like, like that.
1: I would love for you to watch Severance.
0: I, I, I watched basically everything I wanted to watch on Paramount Plus. So I need to cancel mm. my subscription to that. Uh, and so I might just be like, well, let me cancel that and then pay for <laughs> Apple for a couple months here. Uh, and do all that stuff. So, there you go. Good stuff. That is what we shall do next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep in mind, though, the week after that yes. is also the end of the month, in which we will be covering yeah. the fifth and final season of oh, Fringe. Uh, so, be sure to uh, watch that final season along with us, and we will cover that in two
1: weeks. Mm-hmm. Next week, then the after, after that, party, though shame timber shame shame
0: (laughs) um cool this has been fun this is a good one Mm. i enjoyed this uh well that's about it let's wrap things up so melissa where can the people find you on the internet
1: you can find me on twitter and instagram at wilkywit that's w-i-l-k-y-w-i-t and as i mentioned earlier check out saturday morning obscurities
0: there you go um, you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter, and if you guys would like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at the Whatnots, we are at the Whatnots on Twitter. So please go like, share, and subscribe. That would help us out a ton. We'd love it if you check out some more of our shows. Uh, this has been number 218 of the Whatnots Review Show. We will see you all next time uh, and be on the lookout for Shame Timber. Aha! Uh-huh. Bye.